Now, I think throughout the process of becoming a doctor, you are forced to make decisions way sooner than is reasonable. Most people that follow a traditional road, high school, college, pre-med, whatever, you're choosing to be a doctor basically when you're a teenager, and that is absolutely absurd. You're deciding on a job that at the earliest you're going to do in your late 20s, early 30s, when you're 18 or in your early 20s, and like that's absolutely absurd. And certain specialties are so competitive that you basically have to know that you want to do them at the beginning of medical school so you can aim all your efforts towards it. And so people go in boxed in before ever having even experienced that specialty. But nonetheless, that's kind of the way the system is right now. So you have to learn how to work within it. And hopefully this framework helps you guys out. The first thing you need to do is sit down with yourself and write out what you want from your life and what it is that you value. Everybody has different things that make them happy in terms of free time and work. Some people live to work, some people work to live. You need to figure out who you are. Because you got to understand that choosing a specialty isn't just about what job you're going to do. It's also going to affect all those other things outside of work. So it's not just about liking a specialty. It's about liking it enough to make those sacrifices in the other areas. So this is when you need to ask those tough questions about how much do I want to work? How much family time do I want? Do I want a family? Where do I want to live? All of these things are going to factor into the specialty you choose. And the most important thing here is that it's important not to get caught in a rat race of what everybody else is doing. Because like I said, everybody has different values and things that make them happy. So you really need to think for yourself. Now the next thing is to understand that there's more than what meets the eye. When you're a learner, that life is entirely different than when you're an attending physician in good ways and bad. It's not just that when you become an attending, you're making more money and you have more freedom. You're also paying price with more responsibility. And so when you're a learner, whether that's a medical student or a junior resident, you're shielded from so much as an attending that you really don't have an idea of what the full scope of that specialty is. As a med student, you might review with your junior resident or your resident or your attending, and then you might be sent off to see another consult or round on patients, but their job doesn't end there. They might be calling family, consenting a patient for a procedure, catching up with the utilization manager to figure out a disposition plan. These are all things that they have to do that they don't necessarily get paid for. For example, during my surgery rotation, I briefly thought that I wanted to be a surgeon because I absolutely loved the people I was working with. And my surgery rotation was awesome. They were like, just go with whoever's in the OR. Don't worry about anything else. So I'd just stand there. And after an initial little bit of pimping, we'd just be joking around, having fun. And it was a great time. But that's obviously not the real life of an attending surgeon. The surgeons I know at most are operating two days a week. And those are the more senior ones. The juniors are generally once a week, plus or minus calls, so that's still a whole lot of clinic, and I literally had very little of that during my entire surgery rotation. So it's really important to understand that every specialty has a bunch of behind the scenes that you don't see as a student, so it's important that when there's some downtime, you ask a ton of questions to your junior residents, to the senior residents, and if you get along well, to your attending as well. Ask about how their lifestyle is, if they would do anything different, are they happy with where they're at, things like that. And the more comfortable you are with somebody, the more they're going to help you out. Speaking of which, also be really careful. Is it the specialty you like or is it the people you like? Because I almost got caught up in that and went down the surgery path. But when I did my rotations in other places, I realized that it was definitely the people and not the specialty. So be careful with that. 
Now, another thing is when you're a third year med student in the hospital, treat every rotation as if you're gonna be a specialist in that thing. This is gonna make your learning experience way more fruitful and you'll get to fully experience the specialty that you otherwise wouldn't have if you just wrote it off going in. For example, I did not need a full month of psychiatry to know that I wasn't gonna be a psychiatrist and it certainly didn't change my mind after the rotation, but while I was on rotation, I treated it as though I was gonna be the best psychiatrist in the city. I asked a ton of questions. I did everything like that, not only about their lifestyle, but also about why they were making the decisions they were making. And this made it a way more fruitful and tolerable rotation for me. And when the time came for board exams, again, studying was much better because I learned it properly the first time around. And like I said earlier, although this rotation didn't change my mind, the surgery one almost did because of the people I was working with. So you never know, you might come into medical school with an idea of being something, and then you try hard on a rotation, you get to know the people, and you might change your mind. Now, if you are somebody that came into medical school and you were dead set on a super competitive specialty, I would say aim towards it in terms of doing your research and networking with people right from the beginning because you pretty much have to. And obviously with your board exams, aim to do the best that you can. But again, keep an open mind and it's a lot better to change your mind later from a super competitive specialty to a less competitive one that you enjoy more than the other way around. Now, if you are a medical student, check the description. We're working on a free medical education platform that hopefully helps you guys out. Now, this is the most important thing and I alluded to this earlier. You as a medical student are probably very type A and you're used to being the best in your class and this and that and everything's a competition and that's fine. But when it comes to choosing your specialty, do not get caught in a rat race of what everybody else is doing. That will only end in bitterness, burnout, and just not a good picture down the road. It really does become an ego thing. You work so hard to get to medical school and work through medical school. You don't want to do something that's not competitive and you want to win and you want to go for the most competitive thing, whether you like it or not. And again, this is just not a good idea. I had plenty of friends like that in medical school who just wanted the most competitive thing because it was the hardest thing to match to and they didn't really like it that much. Now they're really struggling throughout their training. The reality is comparing yourself to people and trying to do what they're doing, it's never a battle you're going to win. You're never going to be good at being somebody else. You can only be you and focus on what you actually enjoy. The people you're trying to impress are not the ones that are going to have to show up at work and do things that they don't even care about just for the title. That's going to be you and you will be miserable. Prestige and titles and all that stuff only matters to the people outside looking in, but to the ones that are actually doing the job, if you hate what you're doing and you're going to spend the majority of your life working, it's going to be a miserable time and it can absolutely ruin your life. So whatever you decide to do, make sure that you're the one deciding it and it's not based on what the person next to you is doing. And last but not least, you have to understand what game it is that you're playing. What are you optimizing for? Are you optimizing for more balance, more time away from work? Are you somebody that lives and breathes medicine and you wake up in the morning and read research journals for fun and that's just what lights you up? Or are you a person that's like, hey, listen, I want to work hard. I want to be good at my job. Medicine is a job that I'd rather do than any other. But at the end of the day, it is just a job. I want to do my work, I want to go home and find happiness and fulfillment away from work. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with either of those, but you need to know who you are. 
Like I said earlier, you're forced to make decisions way too soon and it's absolutely ridiculous. You decide to be a doctor at 18 and a lot of people do do it for the money or the title or whatever, but they wanted that when they were 18 or in their early 20s, but you don't get it until you're in your early 30s and your priorities may have shifted by then, so feel free to change your mind. It's cool to watch all these shows and see people on Instagram and say, you know, I want to be a trauma surgeon. That's so cool. But when you actually get there at your early 30s after a five-year residency and two years of fellowship and obviously four years of med school, your thoughts on it might have shifted. So that's pretty much it, guys. Hopefully that's helpful for you. Avoid the mistakes that I made. Use some of these things and they might help you out. But at the end of the day, make your own decisions that you can live with because you are the one that's going to have to live with them. I'll see you next time.